0: Welcome to How the Song Came to Be, where soulful songwriters share the stories behind their songs, as well as tools and creative practices you can use to bring your best songs or other creative works to life. I'm Ann Heaton, your host. When you start a
1: song, you have sort of a vision for it, and you have an excitement about it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the fear and the shutting down around songwriting for me is about, what if I can't realize?
0: Hi, welcome to How the Song Came to Be. I'm Ann Heaton and our guest today is Tylen Greenstein. She is a singer, songwriter and multi-instrumentalist and one of the founding members of the critically acclaimed band, Girly Man. She also released her solo debut in 2013 and her current project is called Mouths of Babes. It's a group she founded with her partner, Ingrid Elizabeth. They have toured with Dar Williams and the Indigo Girls and the Huffington Post has set of their music. If I was forced to categorize it, I'd call it Modern Folk. It's powerful, romantic, and giddy, and the two are insanely infectious together on stage, like a musical and a personal love fest all at once. Welcome to the show, Ty. Thanks, Anne. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here. Um, for those of you listening, I was just saying to Ty that uh, we have a mutual friend who's also a songwriter Natalia Zuckerman. And for the past year, she's been saying to me, "We got to get together with Ty. We should share songs and give feedback. And I love her. And so I feel like we've been in each other's orbits, but that never happened. So when when I was thinking about redoing this podcast, I'm like, I'm definitely asking Ty to do it. So thank you for taking the time. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. I've been kind
1: of watching you do this podcast for a while. So I'm very honored to to be asked onto
0: it. Oh, cool! Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'd love to start start out today the way that um, we always start out, which is, you know, what compelled you to start writing songs? It's kind of mm-hmm. a crazy thing to do. So, what was sort of <laughs> <laughs> sort of the impetus that got you from playing other people's music to mm-hmm. to making your
2: own?
1: Um, yeah, it's a completely crazy thing to do, um, and I started really young. Um, I. I was kind of a weird, nerdy kid, and I listened to um, groups like, you know, the Everly Brothers <laughs> and Simon and Garfunkel. My dad's a musician, okay, so he kind of introduced me to all the kind of old school folk music. And um, what kind of musician is your dad? He's he's uh, pretty versatile. He's an upright bass player, and he plays mostly in bluegrass bands, but he also does like gypsy jazz and all kinds of interesting. Okay stuff. Um, but yeah, I grew grew up up listening to, um, yeah, like folk harmony groups and, um, and bluegrass and, and stuff like that. I mean, I was like, you know, 14 going into bars watching my dad play music. Oh, wow. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was an early intro for me to that world. And I just started to notice really young that the songs that I was hearing really woke up something in me that, you know, the rest of kind of popular culture wasn't mm. getting. Mm-hmm. It just it just wasn't really working for me. Um and especially when I started listening to Simon and Garfunkel and you know Joni Mitchell and
2: Bob mm-hmm. Dylan and
1: people like that who were really I mean the lyrics were so thoughtful and um it was just stunning to me. I was like, oh my God, you know, they read my diary.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um yeah. And I just felt, for whatever reason, I just felt like immediately, I have to learn how to play the guitar, and I need to start writing songs. And so I started playing the guitar when I was 10. Okay. And then I wrote my first song when I was 14, Um, and it was for an English class assignment on the book of Mice and Men. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, and it just kind of like flowed. It was like like a really...
0: Oh no! You um, cut out. Wait, you that was sort of cut of like, out for a second. You cut okay. out for a second, just in case. So you said it really yeah. flowed, and then what did you say after that?
1: Um, so yeah, it really flowed, and I got an A plus on the project. Oh. And, and then I, that was sort of like, I was like, ooh, I get attention for this. This is fun. <laughs> and then of course, like after I wrote that first song, I had this experience of like, ooh, I can write songs, and so then I had like extreme writer's block for the next four
0: years. Oh no. (laughs) So how did you break, how did you break through that eventually?
1: Um, really it was, I mean, I did write some more songs in high school, um, but Mm -hmm. I felt like I was always a little bit too self-conscious after Mm -hmm. that kind of first, Mm -hmm. you know, experience of flow. And then when I went to college, I started to relax a little more, you know, probably smoked a little pot, like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of like chilled out a little bit and,
3: right.
1: uh, and was able to to realize again that like what I really want to do here is is tell my story like that's uh, yeah. really what that's really what I'm trying to do and so when I had that realization then I could start to tap back into the excitement of mm-hmm. writing down that truth and having it sound the way I
0: imagined it to sound Mm, I love that. So just to highlight what you just said is, so it was like by connecting to the your deeper desire, which was to tell your story, and connecting to your excitement around that. Mm-hmm. Finally, kind of not yeah, because we all get self conscious, right? And you don't want to be like judging your song before it's even been born. So it was just reconnecting yeah. with something deeper, like your you know your truest mm-hmm. motivation. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's good that's good advice <laughs> for all of us
1: I still try to remember that you know when I get sort of tangled up in writing then I try to remember wait what am I really what do I really need to say here why am I doing this because this is a crazy thing to do like you right. said yeah it's it, it you really have to dive deep for it and what's the point of that you know although the point is that there's there's a story here maybe it's my story or it's somebody else's story or it's a world story yeah but there's something about it that I haven't heard, you know, that I need to give a voice to. Yeah. And that can really break me out of my, you know, get me out of my head and yeah. put me back into, you know, what I'm actually trying to do with writing songs.
0: Absolutely. That, that yeah. reminds me of um, a song I was writing, you know, some songs you can write in a day or a week. And then there's other ones that, kind of showed up and it's been four years and they're still not done so i had, I had a song like that where I, I knew it like mattered and i cared mm-hmm. about it but it was just not quite right and i remember one day i was sitting i'm at my piano mm-hmm. locker, so i was sitting at this piano singing the verses singing the chorus mm-hmm. and i was just like i said to myself what am i really trying to say mm-hmm. while i was playing and i suddenly started singing something mm-hmm. entirely wow and, was, and it was um it was, uh, yeah, oh, I won't let you go, even if it's still a light, but but anyway, and then I was, and I was like, oh no, this is my chorus, you know, and then I could just throw out mm-hmm. the other chorus and, you know, or maybe not throw it out, but move it mm-hmm. to the line in the verse, but it was such a, you know, I had to, I had to ask the question, you know, yeah. I, was, I was stuck in the kind of, maybe I just need to reorder this or change right. the chords. I was stuck and then finally it, it hurt enough to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? And then it was like, yeah, oh, this. Like, okay.
1: <laughs> so yeah that's such a great feeling when you have a, a breakthrough like that that feels so authentic
0: because that's the yeah. whole point, right? Right. Totally. Totally. So um speaking of this songwriting and not um looking at it, you know, being too self-conscious and connecting with your with your why. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I understand it, and I'm sure you'll correct me if I'm wrong, you've been doing i mean collaborative songwriting is a little bit newer to me i've been doing it um more recently but you've Mm -hmm. really made a career out of collaborative songwriting is that true (laughs) (laughs) um yes and no yes and no okay Um, yes and no that a little bit about yeah what that's been like and how you can connect to your why while writing with someone else and
1: sure yeah um most of my songwriting actually i do on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in Girly Man, <laughs> excuse me, I I always started my songs myself, mm-hmm. whether that was lyrically or musically or both. Um, and sometimes I would just finish them on my own and that was just what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I would get to a point where I felt, especially musically, like I needed, I I just needed somebody else's mind to come into this or a fresh oh. eye. Yeah, And that was usually Nate. Um, who would come in, because he had a background in um, composition. And so he was sometimes able to do something with modulations that I just, you know, wouldn't have thought of that kind Uh of like took the song to the next level. That's the kind of collaboration that really works for me, because the kind that doesn't work for me is sitting in a room with another person and saying, well, let's try this, you know, or no, 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 not that. Let's try this. Because to me, then it's like you, you have like two different creative visions often. Mm-hmm. I've always found that really difficult to mm-hmm. do that kind of collaboration. The closest to that I've ever done is sort of like, I'll work on something. I'll email it to someone else. They'll work on it for a while.
0: Email it back. Oh, um, has that worked for you?
1: Somewhat, Somewhat, yeah. But, yeah. You know, it, again, I, I maybe you've experienced this too. For me, it's like every single time I write a song, I'm learning how to do it oh, all geez. over again.
2: Oh uh, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for you sure, know? for sure. Yeah.
1: And so I feel that way about collaboration too, where it's like no two collaborations have been alike. You
0: know. Yeah, really? I, I can really relate to the um because of course I'm wondering, you know, why why it is that way. I'm feeling yeah. like um like if there's something i want to write about or that wants to be born through me and then i bring it to a collaborative writing session i'm going to be like kind of possessive about the direction yeah so that so i found you know when i've had to write uh collaboratively um and it's usually because i've been forced like right that Kayamo cruz Thing, they had a retreat ahead of it and they're like, do you want to come and co-write? I'm like, yeah. But then of course, terrified, right? But that worked because nobody brought something that they had already made, you know, like a piece mm-hmm. of something. It was like completely from scratch. Mm-hmm. And it was just mm-hmm. like, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, my favorite kind of collaborating is like I bring something that's 80% done yeah. to like my husband or Natalia. Right. And I'm like, make it better. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what I'm not seeing. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. And what
0: about with you and, and Ingrid? Is that still, I mean, you're talking about the cult writing with Girly Man. Um, how mm-hmm. is it How is it now with Mouths and Babes? Um, up
1: up until now, we've really written separately. Mm-hmm. Um, we always, I think the reason it seems really collaborative with both these groups is because the arranging is all done collaboratively. Ah. And so arranging, you know, it sort of takes the song to the next level. And it's really important. And it's kind of like, you know it can determine what a song really is just as much as the writing of it can. Yeah. But, but Ingrid and I write really differently, really differently. Um, And so we've, we've written all our songs separately and actually just now we're starting, well, we did write one song together. That was, we wrote a song about Robert Mueller that was kind of fun
0: Oh, I think you I saw that there thing. was a video for that. I need to watch that when we
1: jump off. I know, that was a big nothing burger. But anyway, <laughs> we um yeah, we we wrote that one song and now we're starting to collaborate a little bit. Okay. Yeah. But it's always it's really scary for me to do. You know, I'm I'm very private about my writing process to the uh-huh. point where I need to be almost in like a vault, <laughs> you know, like by myself just um making all the mistakes i need to make and and having it sound like really um as bad as it's going to sound while i'm writing it and then kind of coming out with whatever it is that i develop it's just such a weird process
0: you know Do you feel like you don't want to let somebody in too early before it's really been what you're aiming for has come into existence cuz it's sort of makes, uh... yeah
1: yeah, because you know how, like, when you start a song, you have sort of a vision for it, and you have an excitement about it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the fear and the shutting down around songwriting for me is about, what if I can't realize that vision? Oh. What if, like, I try to do this, and I veer off on some path?
3: Mm, and me then chills. I get, I get
1: <laughs> seduced by that path, and, and I find when I'm too far down that road to really turn back, I find, oh, this isn't. At all, what
2: I was trying to do.
0: Yeah. So okay. Right. So what so would? You sure. into the- What's your antidote for that when you when you get in that spot where you're like, oh, I'm I'm not realizing this vision. Like I'm not feeling that excitement anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. My that. antidote. Yeah. My antidote is to step away from it. Step but, away. Yeah, and forget about it. Like really forget about the song. Like put it away. Work on work on another song. Hmm. And actually for me, I'm often working on like five, 10 songs at the same time, because if I'm too tunnel vision on one song, I, I just work it to death.
0: Oh yeah. I can ruin it. Yeah, totally.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Does That's that make sense? Awful. Absolutely. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I struggle with when to walk away, you know, mm-hmm. because I think, well, it's almost there. Maybe I just need to kind of double down yeah mm-hmm. and other times i realized i just needed to like go see friends and live a little bit more life and come yeah fresh. Hopefully. yeah
1: yeah and then you'll be like at dinner with a friend and they'll say something and you're like oh my god that's the thing you're like i'm taking that yeah <laughs> but you know it's it's sort of like a guessing game a lot of the time i think people think that there's this like one way to write a song and for me it's just well sometimes you do you step away and sometimes stepping away is kind of an excuse and what you really need to do is is spend some time with it and it's sort of like a feeling it out and trying to really listen in the moment for me that tells me like which of those things do i need to do right yeah
0: right so if you feel like that and you feel frustrated with your song um for those listening you are not alone (laughs) (laughs) definitely not you are not alone yes um so on that note of kind of getting frustrated and making choices and feeling is there anything lately that you feel like either inspired by or or frustrated with creatively and how you're navigating that anything that's kind of really fresh uh, for you
1: in terms of my process?
0: Yeah, in in terms of any of your making, your writing, or record. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what you're up. Why don't you tell us what you're up to right now? (laughs) What are you up to?
1: (laughs) Well, great question. Um, Well, I was recently able to acquire a studio space, Um, and it's really, it's just a garage behind my apartment. It's a garage, but it's a studio. Like, I've tricked it out with Christmas lights, and it's It's super cozy in there and I can just go back there and shut the door. And I haven't had that in years. Oh, wow. And it's made an enormous difference, just a huge difference. Um, You know, my, my routine, just to quickly put that out there. So for many years, what I do is I get up, I make my coffee, I meditate, and then I do a little writing. And usually not a lot of writing, usually like Half an hour, maybe at most. Um, mm-hmm. But what I was finding that is that doing that in a little corner of a room that was, you know, like a bedroom or a little corner <laughs> of the living room, it just really wasn't working for me. Mm. Um, and I just had this really persistent feeling of like I need a space to go yeah. into to do this. And it was just an intuition. Um, you know, on the one hand, I was like, oh, is that an excuse? whatever. But once I got the space and I started to go in there daily, it was like, oh no, 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 no. This is like, you make a date with your creativity. You don't like take them to like a little corner, cra- crappy yeah. little corner of another room. You make them feel special, right? Yeah. You make this like muse feel like, look what I've done for you. I've oh, I love that. like, sit down with me. Let's have some coffee. Let's take a deep breath. Let's have some space for this. Let's, let's tell the muse you're important. Yeah, you matter. You matter. And I'm telling you like huge difference. I've been writing so much more since I did that. So that is I'm so cool. super excited.
0: Yeah, thanks. That is such a, that is, that is so cool. It's such a great tip to, I mean, you're honoring it's, I mean, like, you think of, like, all the churches and temples and all that. I mean, like, it's, like, creating right. space to, like, honor, you know. And oh, I just love that. I'm so happy for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Me, too. I know. And I know it's, it's not always possible for people, but I will say if you're, you know, if you're thinking about making a space for your art, like, see what you see what you can do. Because I had really thought, oh, there's no way I can do this while I'm living in this apartment. I mean, where would I go? We just have this little one bedroom apartment in Berkeley. And, and then I just had this brain flash of, oh, there's these garages back there. I wonder if one of them's empty. And oh, yeah. I got in touch with my landlord and one of them was empty and oh, they wanted wow. to be rented as an art studio. And it was just like this amazing, oh, you know, wow. it's like, don't count it out. Like think outside the box and right. see what you can do for yourself because if this is important to you and you you want it to be a big part of your life you have to give it space some kind yeah. of
0: space and all you had to do to, to begin that process was to ask right just yeah you know, and to notice there was a space ask your land you know it was like a series of simple steps yeah yeah yeah, yeah. did you um do you record in there
1: um, I don't record in there okay. because it's, it's kind of, um, you know, there's like squirrels run across the top of the garage. <laughs> there's like, yeah. people are opening other, other garages and tromping back there with their bikes. It's not a, it's not a place to record. I yeah. wish it was, Yeah. but, um, but it's, it's what I need
0: right now, which is a place to be creative. I love it. So that reminds me of, do you know, Sam Shaver? Yeah. So, and her dad was a, was a, film writer Mm -hmm. they had a a little house in i think it was connecticut and then behind the house was a mini little i guess it was a studio it was like this cute little (laughs) space and he would do all his writing in there and i remember thinking Mm -hmm. i've been writing songs like for a year and i remember thinking like i need one of those like Mm -hmm. i want one of those when i grow up and the other thing um that i want to add um just for people out there uh you know, we have two daughters, they're eight and six, and so, and we have um, three bedrooms in, in our house, and and every time we move, they're like, my older daughter would be like, I need my own room, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm almost, you know, I'm always like, mm-hmm. oh, she does need her, I don't know why she needs her, mm-hmm. She's an artist too, so I feel like maybe she does need her own room, but anyway, I always, I'm like, no, you two have to share, because mommy gets that third, mm-hmm. room.
3: Like, this is my
0: office slash studio nice I don't know how long I can hang on to it but for now I'm like the boundaries are up because that's great I feel similarly to you it's like and sometimes this is the only room that's clean which is like also you know break from the chaos
1: um and I imagine with kids it must be even more like you need your space
0: yeah you really do I mean in some ways they help me be more creative because they're like oh let's paint or let's let's do this yeah. thing now so um so that can be helpful but it's also you know they're both so creative they want to like pull me into what they're doing and I'm like
3: mm-hmm.
0: and then I'm like wait I I had a plan but <laughs> I was gonna make something but it didn't right anyway um so yeah so create your space honor your muse, you love that um mm-hmm. Do you want to play us a song and tell us the story of how it came to be? Is there anything sure. else to say before that?
1: Um no, I, I'm happy to play a song. I thought I'd maybe even bring my wife in here to sing with me.
0: Hey, your wife is coming. <laughs> Ingrid. Ingrid.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: You want to come sing with me? Sure.
3: <laughs>
1: so this song while she's getting herself together, um, this is a song that I wrote as part of the Real Women Real Songs project that I did in 2014. Um, that was a project that uh, there were I think 22 or 23 of us. Mm-hmm. And we would write a song every week. That was kind of the, the assignment was write a song every week on a prompt.
0: Was that Carrie Cooper or?
1: Yeah, that was Carrie okay. Cooper. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, uh-oh, hold on a second suddenly i can't hear anything hang on is it me oh no it's it's that i pulled that out okay so um so we had to write a song every week for the whole year and that was for me that was like mind-blowingly how am i going to do this so of course i had to say yes to the project wow um So, you know, some weeks were easier than others. And some weeks, as you know, like, life happens and things are going on and you just feel like, how am I going to write a song this week? Um, And some weeks, you know, emergencies happen, like, horrible things happen. And so I had this, um, I had the prompt was the word succumb. That was the prompt. And... uh, um, And she had had died by suicide that day. And um, it was so shocking and so devastating. And it was absolutely a state that I felt, I mean, I was just dealing with that. I was like, song? Like, no way. (laughs) Um, But I had committed to this and I actually felt like, oh, this is an opportunity to sing to her. Oh. Um, And so I just started to, to sing it almost like it was a letter um, to my friend, oh. um, and she had had such a hard life. Like her life was really hard, and so even though death was a really tragic thing that had happened to her, it wasn't the only tragic thing. Yeah. So I sort of had this like wish for her that somehow she was, you know, at peace. Yeah. So this is the song that that came out of that. Okay, so this is called "Brighter in the Dark." Mm-hmm.
2: Friend, was it quiet at the end? Was your voice sore from trying? Were your bones bent from crying? Cause I know how the dark makes its way into your heart and whispers in your ear that it's better over here. Ah, heart was an aching open part growing outside with the weeds like a mouth you could not feed and every waking day was another debt to pay from an empty penny jar on the back seat of a car ah
3: uh-huh. ah uh-huh. now You know what it's like to lead yourself back home, what it's like to face it all alone. Now you're with the moon and with the stars, so tell me, is it brighter in the dark? Oh,
2: this world is an empty-handed girl With a mouth too full of words And a sky too full of birds And the silent strings on her lonesome violin
3: Will always feel her hands Though the years had other plans Oh, Oh, oh now I guess you see What it's like to set your body free What it's like to have a place to be And now you're in the night sky with the stars So tell me, is it brighter in the dark? Tell me, is it brighter brighter? in the dark? Tell me, is it brighter
0: in the dark? Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. Thanks, Anne. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Ingrid, yeah. Oh, that was so, so nice. Thank you for playing that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. One of those things that happened in kind of a magical way.
0: Yeah, so beautiful. What a great tribute to your friend. Thanks, Anne. Um, something I thought of. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to read this out loud. Sure, um, just because I read it and it sort of like made me feel really good. It's something that you wrote on your blog Mm -hmm. and I just thought maybe I'd ask you to respond to it in the moment, um, in this moment. Um, -hmm. so you wrote a, a whole post but at the end, you said every year brings a little more acceptance, a little more peace with change. I'm still putting on my workout clothes and setting my timers and putting pen to paper each day, trying to make ultimate sense out of it all. But truthfully, isn't this just what it is? When are all life's questions ever answered? When are you ever your ideal weight, with your ideal job, partner, home, money, and accolades, assured forever that you're making a positive, unique contribution to the world? When do the people who hurt you come back and apologize? When do all the no's turn into yeses Mm -hmm. when do you get to be besties with oprah and have a movie made about your life answer only if you're elizabeth gilbert and you wrote (laughs) eat pray love there is only now in all its messy imperfect perfection so maybe those of us with virgo in our charts can stop trying so damn hard all the time yes (laughs) yes Life appears to be a process of continually humbling yourself and realizing that your own perfect comfort and success were never the point. The cool part is we get to be a part of something so much bigger, a community, a world. I love that.
1: Mm, Thank you.
0: Yeah. How did you come to write that?
1: Oh. I read that a while ago. So it's hard to know. It's hard to remember exactly where I was in that moment. But I think uh-huh. that that's a place that I'm often in where I, you know, it's it's like, we're all trying so hard. <laughs> right? Yeah, Right. We all want our lives to matter. We all want our work to matter. You know, we're trying to better ourselves. And sometimes it just it just hits me that sort of the the narrative that we're given for this arc that your life is supposed to follow is not the point at all. Um, Mm. The point is just your life as you're living it right now. Yeah. And it's like, we all kind of know that in theory, but some, I think um, there are just these moments when it really sinks in and it's
0: like, (laughs) great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I,
1: I
0: mean, I just love that because like you said, we all know that in theory, but there's a certain way that you can put something like the examples you used that, that it just really, mm. it landed me in the present moment reading that and being mm. like, you know, I'm, this is the point just like right now doing this or whatever I'm going to do next, going to get my kids at school. Like this, yeah. is, this is, this is life, you know? So, yeah, so I just wanted to thank you. Yeah. It's not just how did the song come to be? It's like right. how did the vlog come to be? <laughs> I'm thinking it.
3: Yeah. All
0: right, cool. Cool. Thanks so much for joining us. If you know someone who would enjoy or benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Thanks so much. Much love.